When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, something that I thought about. So thank you guys for holding it down for the mailbag episode. Yeah. Um, something that I thought about that I noticed was you were mentioning that you guys didn't know about the randomizer button. Yeah. On Netflix? Did yeah, I don't know about that. There, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, is it just on? Maybe now I'm realizing maybe it's just not on the Apple TV app. No. So what do you do? You have to open up an episode and then like okay. you have to be watching an episode to turn it on. But then you go into the bottom right. It's like where you go to go to closed captioning. Okay. And it's like uh, settings, preferences, random, uh, and then you shove it up your butt. <laughs> oh, you I son knew of you a were going to do that again. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or Dundam. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and CEO of Big Red Paper, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes, Regional Director in Charge of Sales. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. You, me, bar, beers, buzzed, <laughs> wings, shots, drunk, waitresses, hot, football, Cornell Hofstra, slaughter, <laughs> then quick nap at my place and we hit the tins down. No. No, I don't, I don't want, want to do that. Hey, hey, yo. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. And this week we're discussing Andrew Baines Bernard. A.K.A. <laughs> the Office Pariah. The Nard Dog. The Nard Man. Boner Champ. Ace. Buzz. <laughs> Drew. Pencil dick. <laughs> Moon face. Baby Wawa. Iceman. Funny guy. Jelly roll. King butt. <laughs> Lionel Frankenstein. What, I got, a, what a small <laughs> penis work. Small to medium. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a rest, pencil dick. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I've got I've got one that was that we that missed. It was turd dog. Turd ah, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. And preppy freak. Mm-hmm. Oh, preppy freak. <laughs> preppy freak. I like that. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of. I got a lot of Andy drops. So I'll just be. Oh, you good. just you let you flushing, let him, I'm flushing him out. You let him fly. I don't yeah. know if you heard this one, but. Hey yo. Hey yo. Yeah. What moment <laughs> is that? I think. Uh, hey yo. So it's in it's in the Michael Scott paper company arc when he's introducing Charles yes. and he's talking about how Angela slept with Dwight and Andy and Andy has like a mouthful of bagel. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. This is this little Hellraiser has slept with a number of guys in the office. That guy over there in the orange. And then uh, Charles says, "Michael, I don't need to know about everyone's sexual history." He goes, "That's perfect because we're going to Kevin and he has no sexual history." <laughs> Killing them, Michael. Yeah. Andy Bernard, guys. Andy Bernard. We've, uh, we've gotten some messages. We've gotten some people saying, let's do some Andy. We hear people love him. We hear people hate him. We thought, it's time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andy's one of the biggest characters on the show. Uh, certainly for all the characters who join after season one, he is. I, he has the biggest role, um, the most prominent role, especially through the end of the season, um, including being the regional manager of the mm-hmm. show. Outside of Michael, Dwight, Jim, and Pam, he might be the biggest character on the show in terms of lines and screen time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, anyway, we're excited to dive into a major, major character um, and yeah. really, really dig into controversial yeah. character. Yeah, uh-huh. a character who who changes a complicated lot the show. character. Probably changes the most. Yeah, uh, he's, he is. Yeah. He's a caterpillar into a butterfly. Played by Ed Helms, of course. We knew from uh, the the Daily Show. The Daily Show he was as a correspondent, as a yeah. correspondent which with the during the over. Office. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Andy joins in season three in Stanford, Connecticut, as another member of the sales Stanford, staff. Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrew Bernard made these tasteful hats, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Andy uh, is, is supposed to be a small role, right? Mm. Um, and he, of course, comes- Small to medium. <laughs> small to medium. <laughs> he, he comes into the Scranton branch during the merger. Yeah. Um, and, at the end, and he is sort of written off when he punches through the wall, right? They, right. Jim and Pam prank him by p- putting his phone in the ceiling, um, and Andy punches through the wall um, and has to go to anger management. I believe that was supposed to be kind of the his end exit of from his show. And then um, he was such a fan favorite that they ended up bringing him back. Um, and he became a big star in this time because of the Hangover movies. Mm-hmm. And I think he even had to miss a couple episodes over the course of the show to film the the sequels. I you think know? that's yeah. why he is at sea for a while in season nine. And why he had to go on one of his honeymoons another right. time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. So let's dive into let's where Andy that. goes. So he he exits, he he kind of enters the show in season three, you know, comes back, uh, and then he's a fixture of the show all the way through the end of the show, right? Right. In the finale, right? Yeah. He becomes regional manager in season eight, uh, and at the end of the finale, it's kind of the end. The ninth season is also sort of framed around him and his sort of descent <laughs> <laughs> from regional manager to his longboat trip mm-hmm. to his uh, slacklining obsession. <laughs> yeah, slacklining <laughs> his. His failed or misguided, maybe, attempt to per- pursue fame of any kind, right? Yeah, right. Yes. Dancing and singing and <laughs> yes. celebrity chef competition. At any yeah. kind, at any cost. Right. So uh, his you know, relationship with Carla Fern. and his aud- love of dogs. Sure. <laughs> yeah. His audition for uh, America's Next Top Acapella Singer, I think it yeah. is. Um, America's Next Great Acapella Star. There you go. There it is. Thank that. you. Thank you. Uh, A show just made for Andy. Yeah. Uh, but that, like, let's talk about how his character changes. Yeah. Uh, that's that, Yeah, that's, scenes. I think, the biggest problem with Andy um, is that he changes so many times. When he's introduced, he's really just kind of a pudgy, annoying, frat boy, uh, man-child. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, of course, he's got anger management issues. Uh, we see that right away in Gay Witch Hunt when Jim pranks him and puts his stapler in Jello. Uh, he kicks a garbage can. He reacts violently right. to this. This is in Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's not, of course, the reaction Jim was looking for. So Jim kind of backs off and doesn't really prank uh, Andy that much until he can't take it anymore. And so he steals his cell phone and puts it in the ceiling. Um, of course causing mm-hmm. uh, Andy to freak out and punch a hole in the wall. Jim traveling with his jello molds, taking him to Stanford. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> that, guy, that guy can make a jello anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he um, comes back from anger management, like you were saying, in season three. And I guess it actually worked for him. Is yeah. Is kind of like he genuinely, he tries to go by the name Drew. It's, and, it's and Drew and, now. Yeah. It's Drew. Jim is 
uh, one of Jim's wor- uh, like uh, you know uh, meaner moments. Uh, not ref- call you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jim <laughs> not taking it seriously. Yeah, like not taking Andy's issues that he wants to fix. Here. Right like, when the guy gets back from anger management, I'm not gonna call you that. Just so, <laughs> come on, dude. Hey, come on, dude. Jeez. I I spent time you know preparing for this episode, trying to figure out where Andy's character sort of turns because if you compare Andy in season three to Andy in like season seven or season nine, right? Like his character is so different. It's so, um, it, it flexes the most or it fluctuates mm. the most, right? In yeah. season three, he comes in, he's very brash, he's very confident, he's very competitive, right? Thick, you right? Know? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be number two in this branch in six weeks, right? How? Mm-hmm. Name repetition, personality mirroring, and never breaking off a handshake, right? Yeah, right. yeah. That's a different guy than at the end when he and Pam are on sales calls together because they have the lowest sales records of the people totally, on the staff. Totally, totally. You know? um, for a guy who was regional director in charge of sales, how does he get painted as a bad salesman You know, mm-hmm. a few years later? Yeah. I, I was trying to figure out when that happened. And the closest I can get was anchor management. I think that's the, the biggest turn that we have because you know, he, he starts uh, sucking up to Michael a lot less, right? Yeah. He stops trying to bully Dwight out of his position, right? Or try right. to sabotage Dwight. No. Um, and then, of course... After that, his personality changes because of his relationships, right? Right. So Angela, um, that didn't do a lot of good for his psyche, right? Yeah. <laughs> the way that that <laughs> took hold and ended, right? Certainly not. Yeah. yeah. And then we see him be really lonely, right? We have yeah. the ultimate battle between the Nard Dog and crippling loneliness and despair. <laughs> 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 uh, and then his relationship with Aaron, right, and things like that. We, I mean, I don't mean to gloss over Andy's no. entire arc, but just to say that his character changes so much, it's hard to find the moments where it actually flips. Going back and watching season three, early season three, I was realizing that season nine, Andy, is a character that I really don't enjoy. <laughs> and I think that some people agree with me. But I think most would agree with uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, they, they really don't and help I, them out. Yeah. And that's, and, and, but I wanted to understand really why. It, like, you know, give it, uh, give it a name. Like, what is, what is it about him that we really don't like? Um, and I think that there is actually a little bit of that care. I, I used to think like, it's just totally recreated. It's like, as if, you know, Ed Helms, like his, his ego from, you know, the fame of the hangover and stuff mm-hmm. like that is now seeping its way into this character. And he's a little sure of himself and he doesn't really care what people think of him anymore. But that is a little bit of season three, Andy. Uh, you know, he is kind of a jerk and takes things badly and stuff like that. But we want to see Andy care what people think about him. And for whatever reason, that's what we lose in season nine. I, I think it's, it's in some ways he's, by the time we get to season eight and nine, Andy's really similar to Michael, just without having a job that kind of defines his... Who, who he is mm-hmm. like Michael as a regional manager is a huge part of his identity he's the leader of this family right Andy kind of comes in and he struggles with the same issues Michael does which is he's clearly really cares about people liking him he's probably had a hard time making friends his whole life he just yeah. seems that way yeah um he I, the way he grew up he grew feels like he grew up grew up pretty isolated he's clearly from a very wealthy family he doesn't connect with people that well yeah. people just don't like him because he's he's a spoiled rich kid yeah who's just sort of you know went to cornell and that's all he talks about <laughs> there's yeah. a deleted scene in season seven where he's like sales is kind of hard for me because growing up if i wanted something i would write it on a list and our housekeeper would bring it back <laughs> on mondays and wednesdays yeah yeah like yeah that. right yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or that or that line he has about you know i didn't like um 
Oh, he says it in the job fair, and he does sailing. Oh, he didn't like golfing lessons, so he switched to sailing club. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, right, right. It's just the most like, oh my god, dude! Like, you, who are you? Or like when uh, when he, in uh, weight loss, when he's like, "This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my whole life." <laughs> I've not had a very hard life. <laughs> a, what a wonderfully self-aware moment yeah, from yeah, Andy. Yeah. I think Andy does share with Michael the the sort of neediness factor, right? Yeah. I think that's what makes him, yeah. from a writing yeah. perspective, uh, the right manager to put in in season eight. Yeah. I think uh, I th- I do think to your point, he cares. I've, he cares about the branch, I think, but less than Michael, right? Mm-hmm. For Michael, you know, what like Michael? Th- that was his second home. It was a family, right? Yeah. And Andy, I think, still has a connection, but not nearly that same level, right? Mm-hmm. If he did, he wouldn't leave in the way that he did. And right. I think yeah. the problem with Andy, the thing that makes us turn on Andy is that sort of absenteeism, right? And then when he comes back, uh, there's all this success when he's gone, right? Aaron feels really sort of abandoned, right? Mm-hmm. You emailed me four times. You retweeted me a lot, but... You know, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, but... Um, the characters aren't that willing to embrace him because he comes back and there's a scene in the, when he comes back to uh, accept his bonus checks mm-hmm. or his all of his paychecks right. and this bonus check yeah. that they got from for exactly three months, the last quarter, all of this time that he was not here. Right. right? So there's this element where Andy, you, like, you don't want to root for Andy in that moment because he no. he's not treating the, others, the other people around him very well. Right? Yeah. And he expects them yeah. to cover for him. Well, his sense right? of entitlement becomes unbearable in the yeah. last few episodes. And yeah. I think that's why people I think really hate him in the last few episodes yeah. it's, a lot of it I think also has to, has to do with the way he treats Aaron like mm-hmm. Aaron is such like for the audience I think Aaron is this like person you really care about you want to protect her you she's so pure and right, funny right. And she's she's great as a, like a sideline character she bring, and, if, yes. and all of a sudden they're giving her a real story just so much super, so, so much sunshine yeah. in the show and then Andy just starts acting like a dick and ignoring her and treating her terribly yep. and everyone's going to turn on Andy no one's taking Andy's side no. and he's he's entitled he comes back he expects people to just like him he expects that he should get that money it's 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 ridiculous so there is a scene the episode I believe is couples discount when they're they're all going to have like this one great big last bossless day mm-hmm. and um Andy comes back Day early, yeah, and um, they're all sitting in the conference room, and they're talking about, you know, whether or not they should tell on tell on David Wallace. Mm-hmm. And Aaron says, "Come on, guys, you know he's been through a lot. Number one, which is true, yeah, and we all used to love him, right? Yeah. Which is also probably true, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, like, let's let's figure it out. You know, we're gonna do. And basically, what they decide to do is they're not gonna tell David Wallace, but they're not gonna stop him from telling David Wallace himself, right? Right. right. And yeah. at the end, and Aaron tries to break up with him right there. Like he doesn't even give. You know, he doesn't. She doesn't entertain Andy any longer than that, right? right. Mm-hmm. And what she does, she can't do it, even though she's like, "I don't love you anymore." And he's like, "I've got love on my side." Mm-hmm. He's like, "My parents were never happy at the same time." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he gives this really sort of terrible look at their future where he's yeah. like maybe if you fake it it won't feel any different for me and then maybe it'll come back for you right yeah uh-huh. and she's like oh, okay and then she she goes to pete and she tells pete that she couldn't break up with him and pete says i just want you to be happy so she runs back in and she says um you know i'm sorry andy you you're we're done you, yeah. you were gone for three months and then yeah. david wallace is on the phone and mm. that's how it, the beans are kind of spilled to David mm. Wallace, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like we're jumping back and forth a lot within that's Andy's timeline, sure. but that, I think, is the big flip. Because then after yeah. that, you know, David, like Andy decides that he doesn't need this job anymore. He's going to try to become famous, right? And that is what happens in the last few episodes of season nine, leading mm-hmm. into the finale. 
I, I, I think, but you ha- we have to talk about season nine so much because it has so much gravity over yeah, Andy's character. It's just this like looming, uh, you know where Andy's character ends. So it's hard yeah. to talk about him at the beginning with knowing how he ends. But you know, he wasn't always that way. And he I wasn't think always even that before way. that, like season eight. I think season eight I, is a season of Andy. Yeah. It is. Well, there's several times that the staff of Dunder Mifflin comes together to make Andy feel yeah. good. And like end of garden party, the end of Andy's play, like. Mm-hmm. The incentive when they yeah the that, that's what I like, was gonna say yeah, yeah these are these are times when the office rallies around Andy and says hey like chin up like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and it's okay you know and and I think when you see how his parents treat him it's completely mm-hmm. understandable mm-hmm. and when the staff sees you know the way his parents talk to him it's just like oh Andy's got some issues like Andy's never been party. a happy person you know they, and like, they yeah. overhear him. Like his, da- his, his dad, dad on the, being yeah, like, just being "What like, was that? Care that you're the yeah. <laughs> branch manager of some rinky dink paper company?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Josh Groban as his brother. <laughs> so so good. that's great. And yeah. there's that Meredith. Mer- th- Mer- <laughs> yeah. Like, Bye, Jim. <laughs> Bye, Pam. Yeah. This must be your lovely wife, Pam. <laughs> 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 bye tuna bye pam uh, bye, yeah, bye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay but i think what we're kind of all expressing here is you know uh we're kind of grappling with an unhappy ending for a character who we pretty much lo- i mean i don't know i really like andy all the way up until season nine when he kind sure. of burns all of his bridges mm-hmm. poops on david wallace's car right yeah he burns yeah. everything oh, he burns God. every he, yeah he, he says to the people in the singing competition aaron Rodgers, santi gold and clay aiken <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> I burned all my bridges. I slept in my car last night. I took. Uh, I did unspeakable things with Carla Fern, <laughs> and, and I took. A, uh, I went to the bathroom in my boss's new car. And Aaron yeah. Rodgers says, "Flag on the play." That's yeah, <laughs> so. It's so like, wow. We got we got Aaron Rodgers for so one line. We're grappling with kind of an unhappy end, and and then look. Let's be. Let's acknowledge as well that in the finale, Andy kind of turns it around. He does receive. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Right? Uh, he, uh, I saw Sean's reaction to me talking about this, but, it made me laugh. but Andy does receive fame of some kind. He has his dream job at Cornell, right? Yeah. And he exits the show being like, I used to think about um, the good times with my old pals, my acapella group yeah. in college. Mm-hmm. And now I have my dream job at Cornell, but I and I feel the same way, but I think of my friends from here. He yeah, says, I wish. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I wish you could tell the good old days when you were in them. Yeah. Somebody should write a song about that. And that's his last line. It's yeah. a very nice, hopeful note for That's Andy. a great line. But like- I think we are all grappling with this really hard to it's hard to hold all it's hard to like Andy completely when you have this kind of bad chapter at the yeah. end. Yeah. One that's so self imposed mm-hmm. and one that affects the other characters in the office so negatively. Mm-hmm. But we spent so much time on eight and nine. Like let's try to track it, right? Yeah. Let's let's go into season I think we should yeah, if see, you guys are open to it, let's go to season four and talk about Andy and Angela. Yeah. And, yeah. Or yeah. season three. I think I, I was gonna start yeah. at uh the, at the return. When Oscar comes back, mm-hmm. and that's that's sort of the episode when Michael realizes his, when Dwight leaves and works at Staples is yeah. that episode, and you might you see Michael grappling with, oh, Andy is not who I, I love. What was. a great moment that yeah. that someone actually is giving Michael Scott the attention and uh, you all know, up the, in my business. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he, as Michael says on paper, we should be best friends. Yeah. We have the same top ten list, top ten movie list, down to the number. Which That's I, right, because he's a yes man. No, <laughs> he. When I say I don't like something, he says he doesn't like it too. <laughs> I think he used to do that with Josh and Stanford all the time. Just well, to he kind could of be doing that with me. <laughs> to sort of reset the chronology, right? So yeah. like Andy comes in in season three. Yeah. Right. He is butting heads with Dwight for kind of a while. Yep. Right. And then leading into this traveling salesman, and then the return. Right. He kind of engineers this scenario where playing off Dwight's attempt to 
coup, his, his attempted right. coup. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, want the branch. Right? Dwight <laughs> can't admit that he drove the forms up to Angela. Yeah. Right. So uh, in the return, basically, Andy has muscled Dwight out into Staples, right? Mm-hmm. But it's actually kind of a pretty big victory. Yeah, like when you huge. think about oh, massive. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and then um, he does it very like uh, he's very conniving. He's methodical about it. Yeah, he has this thing. He's like, "What's that thing where you, Michael? What is the thing? Uh, somebody told me this story where you betrayed you Dwight, betrayed yeah. Dwight, and tried to take his job. Basically, were a terrible person. And Michael says, "No, you have it backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're remembering it wrong. Yeah. Um, but to your point, when Dwight comes back into the fold. Right, Andy becomes a little bit more marginalized. Yeah. in terms of that plot dynamic, he's no longer trying to muscle out Dwight. Yeah, really, you know. Well, when he comes back in, uh, he comes back in safety training. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwight shuns him. Oh yeah, and he is still that doesn't seem to bother him at all. Or I mean, he he tries to he doesn't give up on trying to be Dwight's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like a part where. Uh, uh, Dwight asks him to get the bouncy house for Michael to jump off the roof onto. And so <laughs> Dwight says, uh, you know, temporary, I'm temporarily unshunning you. And he's like, thank you so much. And he's like, I need you to do something for me. Anything. And Dwight's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Havesies? Yeah. Holesies. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I, I think, too, like... I don't mean to backtrack, but uh-uh. let's make sure, to, like, let's acknowledge that Andy was so annoying that he made Jim miss Dwight. Yeah, correct. And Michael be like, I can't believe someone has so little situational awareness. <laughs> yeah, or so, so self awareness, right? Yeah, yeah. makes <laughs> makes Michael hide behind his door in his office. Yeah, as Andy is prowling around yeah. looking for him. <laughs> What's that reporter's name? Mar something. Andy is like Mar something. Yeah, <laughs> like all Michael ever wants is someone to be looking for him to, I'm to hang sorry, out with him. And he's I just annoyed like, you with my, with my friendship. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the fact that Michael runs from that is amazing. I mean, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I I bring that up because that's ju- that does set up everyone sort of has to reckon with who Andy is in there, and then once Dwight comes back, and then Andy, this is sort of where we get to. I think people's problems with Andy is, is he's he's trying to figure out who am I now for basically from here on out through mm. the end of the show it mm. seems like and there's sometimes when he's actually says yeah he's really questioning who he is well you got to feel bad for the guy During especially gossip. you know I think that he learned a lot in anger management I think that that actually helped him there's even a part later where the second time he punches the hole in the wall um, Andy, and, Andy, and Aaron's like, maybe we both can go to anger management, and he's <laughs> like, that'd be great. I'd love for you to, I'd love for you to meet some of the guys. Mm. <laughs> so you, I think it actually, you must be Marcy. Yeah, yeah. A thought that I had was like, God, I would love to see the lot, like the lost episode of Andy at anger management. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Corporate yeah. is sending me to management training, anger management. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's always weird to me how that that woman's like smoking a cigarette outside of. <laughs> I don't know why it's yeah. like it makes sense. I just it's it, then she turns around and starts walking into the building. I'm like, oh, got to put out that cigarette. Put that thing <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. A big takeaway for me in uh, season three for Andy, and then leading into early parts of season four pre Angela, is how little screen time and how few lines he actually has. Mm. Not that he doesn't have any, right? But I think of season three, I think of Andy a lot. Right. And the fact is, he's his presence is so strong. His character is so confident and he delivers so many laugh lines. You know, uh, it's a roomy twin. We can share it. Yeah. More, right. Like he has so many little lines like that. Yeah. That it feels like. Right? Yeah. 
he has so many lines that it just feels like his presence and his influence is maybe bigger than his screen time or his yeah. actual like lines given or the involvement in major plot lines actually portrays, right? He's the only character from Stanford to get an introductory monologue in the merger. I thought that mm. was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like all the characters, all the people coming back. I think Jim, you know, talked about, uh, I guess this was in branch closing where he's like, it's like going to your high school reunion and seeing everyone. They're like, oh yeah, now we live with you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, it's like, oh, it's great to see you but guys. But Andy is, you know, the one who comes in. He's like, you know, I'm going to be, I'm one step ahead, like a carpenter building stairs, right? <laughs> but we don't get any insight for Tony, Hannah Smotridge <laughs> Bar. No. Yeah. Stairs. Yeah. No. <laughs> or uh, or uh, Martin, you know, or even Karen. Even Karen, yeah. yeah we don't sure. get that sort of insight into their characters. It's mm. just Andy, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Andy leading into season four. Wait, Andy. Andy is a queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, let's see. Let's I mean, start with those nipples. He's fun made run, a huh? fun run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I just want to mention he's used as one of the managerial candidates at the end of season three. He's oh. um, in the Beach, Beach Games episode. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We'll be Team USA. Pam, please write down that Andy's patriotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has one of the all-time great physical comedy moments in the show. And I think one thing prepping for this episode is how underrated Ed Helms' physical comedy really is. Yeah. Um, where he's the giant guy in the Talking sumo shoot yeah. with the tiny little rag, mm-hmm. like shuffling down the side of that rock. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Going yeah. down the bank, falls in. Or, uh, or when Kelly... Is like I'm near the big rock. I know I'm near the big rock, Andy. <laughs> She's like you're he's, you're not <laughs> Kelly. You're nowhere near the big rock. <laughs> yeah. He almost gets angry again. Yeah, yeah he, he shows like, oh, right yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. let's jump ahead to season four, uh, where he's going to he's in fun run and he's going to he has the nipple chafing. <laughs> right, that's his. He's <laughs> drafting. He said he walked two marathons. So yeah, I can do a five k. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really quick, last uh-huh. physical comedy moment yeah, yeah. I just thought of is when I think there'll be it's several physical three, comedy moments when he when he goes up to the receptionist desk and his his legs are split really wide. Oh yeah, yeah. wide stance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that still makes me laugh every time. When uh, Jim sets up Pam for the uh, <laughs> like gives Andy all the wrong info about Pam. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes, that's fit. hunting frisbee based competitions. I mean, sexy I, high falsetto yeah. boys. I'm just thinking about the return too. You when, know, I came on my hand. <laughs> 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 what what does he say to Jim on the phone? He's like Andy horny. That's so horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't help you with that. <laughs> so horny too now. Hey, and this, this is Stanford. Hey, you see that girl over there? Yeah, pretty hot, huh? Totally crazy. Steer clear, big tuna. Head, <laughs> Head for, for open, open waters. waters. <laughs> <laughs> the le- the, the, uh. the amount of usage they get out of yeah. the, out of the tuna in a yeah. game is so good. When he's large tuna, yeah. have you seen my cellular device? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Probably sick of Got him. 185 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> got my rod. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about, season four? <laughs> this is going to happen a lot. Yeah, this is going to happen a lot. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We could just keep going. Well, uh. Lady Matuna. Uh, <laughs> then he pours that half bag of popcorn into the bag. It's like not all pop. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> All right, season four. <laughs> season four. <laughs> Andy starts pursuing Angela. Right, right. launch does. party. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, he is able to uh, get the ice sculpture. He procures something made of ice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> he finds the cat yeah, yeah. in the yeah. He's the he's feral barn cat. He's finding yeah. a lot of good stuff yeah. around the Scranton business. Park. He tries to scratch Angela's back. She's not having it. No. Yeah. Oh my god. And Kevin had Greek food for lunch again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that because that relationship pretty much 
I mean, that's Andy. That's basically Andy's main thing all the way into yeah. season six. So, but in season four, when he's pursuing her, like, why does he? Why do you think he's going after Angela? I think because it doesn't seem like it. Never seems like well, you. Thing. You have to go back to like who Andy is. Like he is always going to be trying to impress his parents, right? Mm-hmm. He's always going to be working toward. Marrying Being someone, having anybody, yeah, really. having a family, mm-hmm. having a respectable job. So I don't think that I think he does like Angela, but I don't think that matters really. It's more that you know she's attractive, she's smart, like she's single. She's in, the in a they're in a relationship, and that's yeah. enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. right? I, in uh, in the business trip episode, Oscar asks Andy point blank, "What do you see? What? How can anyone stand that yeah. one? Like, what do you see?" I see in a hard exterior shell <laughs> with a little bit of jelly in the middle. And he says, "I'm gonna I'm gonna get some of this wrong, but she said he says something like, um, she has the softest skin I've ever seen. <laughs> She's yeah. making me a better man.' You know, yeah, like little things like yeah. that, right? Um, so it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, and you can tell that like he is just, you know, he's he's lonely, right? That the loneliness is something that Andy." grapples with Mm -hmm. you know in season five and six following the angela relationship as well right and i think he's looking to someone who's right next to him you know Mm -hmm. um who sort of reciprocates or at least responds in some kind to his attention right yeah yeah Yeah. and they get i mean they get so much comedy out of (laughs) andy pursuing angela while she's sleeping with dwight you know and and andy just you know the whole like how do i speed things up get to first base Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know he has she angela's keeping andy on the edge for so long uh, and it just builds and builds and builds. Well, then, of course, uh, season four ends with um, Goodbye Toby, the big party uh, that they throw for Toby. Uh, Andy's you know, other parents. Jim, Jim puts down money to get fireworks mm-hmm. so that he can propose to Pam. There's a Ferris wheel. <laughs> and, and Andy, again, clueless. Real like to that, to that, you know, Jim might be trying to do something with Pam. That Who, shot of Toby when he's just looking around at the party that's being thrown because he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so that, like everyone's forgot that this is for Toby, yeah. and everyone's just like, "Yeah, and yeah." Toby's just like, I can't <laughs> believe this. I I think it's important, or for me at least, uh, it was interesting to view this relationship, Andy and Angela, from the p- perspective of Andy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when I, you watch the show, you're really looking at it like, you know, you seen you see Dwight framed or like portrayed so kind of forlorn. Forlornly, is that a word? Forlornly, okay, yeah. sure, okay. Uh, or he's he's very lonely, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's pining for her. He goes to Phyllis to try to get advice from Phyllis. Dwight yeah. does, um, and we always kind of were set up to believe that Dwight and Angela should be together, right? They sure. were set up that way the first few seasons of the show. Dwight ruins it, of course. Into and in that goodbye Toby episode, Dwight says, "Well, it's my own fault," right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like to view it from the perspective of Andy, who is <laughs> you know, a terribly a terrible fit. Like their relationship yeah. is a terrible fit, it's even awful. though they you know so we, yeah. we can look at why they got together, but we can acknowledge that they are not destined for long term no. success, no. right? And the show kind of goes out of its way to show a couple moments where Andy and Angela actually do have like a nice connection. Yeah, right. Like where uh, Andy. Um, it's only a couple moments though. No. Right, it's very small. There's one yeah. where he says like, you know, sweetheart, I will marry you anywhere. I'll marry you. Uh, what's the call? Here it is. So, sweetheart, just so you know, I don't care what we get married. I'll marry you right here in this building. I'll marry you in the parking lot. I'll marry you in the eye of a hurricane in the middle of a snowstorm on top of a monsoon. All I care about is that we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. Mm-hmm. So he has like this nice quote, and Angela gives mm-hmm. him a kiss and says, "A peck." Yeah, and she says, "I know I have made this easy on you." Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Like there, there, there are little She's things on like her that. way to go yeah. sleep with Dwight, and then right. I think does right. it. There's uh, another one at the when Dwight. This is jumping ahead a little bit, but when Dwight engineers the scenario where they go to Shrewd Farms and they get actually married with mm-hmm. a German right. Mennonite right. minister. Yeah. Right. Uh, Angela comes back, and Andy is sitting at his desk, and he looks over at Jim and he says, "Hey, tuna, tuna sandwich. Meeting you, right?" <laughs> he takes a big bite of the sandwich. And then Angela come like like kind of bursts in and <laughs> yeah. kisses him like this long awkward closed mouth kiss. She gets up and wipes her mouth, and then yeah. Andy has a talking head. He's like, "How hot was that?" <laughs> <laughs> that's so perfect. Oh, that's great. <laughs> reminds, reminds me of the uh, we've been doing a lot of necking. Yeah, <laughs> we just sort of rub our necks and like. <laughs> don't get me wrong it's hot but, yeah. you know, how, how do we get to first base yeah. Ange- Angela put us back to first base what's first base with Angela I get to kiss her forehead <laughs> I mean as 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 it said in the show I mean you know I, Angela's not really a risk taker and Andy's not really a risk yeah that, you know? that's yeah. a very good encapsulation of it that's and they, it. that's the explanation the show gives for yeah. why they are together right yeah, um, yeah I think as we go it like Looking at that relationship from Andy's perspective, perspective was uh, was kind of an interesting way to view the show, right? Yeah. To, or yeah, to watch season four um, and leading into season five when they all find out, all the characters in the show find out, and leading uh, into the duel, yeah, right, where Andy and Dwight finally face off. Well, I just other. love so much, you know, uh, that that everyone knows except for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's that episode where you know Michael wants really wants to tell him. It's at the beginning <laughs> of the duel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're all trying to figure out, you know, yeah, what's yeah. yeah. Michael yeah. Michael is leaving on a business trip. <laughs> the way Michael takes the burden, like he he assumes it's yeah. his burden to tell Andy. And Jim's like, Don't do this and he's like, It's all too late. It's already done. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just amazing. Andy, walk it's amazing. with me. Yeah. Yeah. It tells him with a rolled up window. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I love uh, when, like, there for a little bit, there's this thing where Dwight is trying to kind of cuckold Andy, or he's, like, yeah. alluding to the cuckolding thing, right? Yeah. When he buys the Xterra from Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It, I, I paused it on the flyer, and I want to read it to you because it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. So it's he's selling the Xterra, and Andy writes, low mileage, pristine transmission, uh-huh. and then he writes, airbags, anti-lock brakes, Air conditioning, AMFM radio, mirrors, windows, character. A character. <laughs> first, the character was the first thing that caught my eye. Yeah. And then mirrors and windows was the other yeah. thing. Yeah. Mirrors really and that windows. The car has mirrors and windows. Because then when Dwight resells it, he Race has the extra. same flyer, the yeah. same wording, except oh, really? for the price changes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my right. gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe Dwight would have won the duel if he'd still, if Andy had still had the Xterra. Hmm. Couldn't have snuck well, out of him silently. You know? Yeah, the hybrid. He's the Prius. I mean, hey, Oscar gives him credit, you know? Smart move. Mm-hmm. Pushes mm-hmm. him right into the hedge. In weeds, they do a drive-by with a Prius because oh, it's weeds. silent. Wow, <laughs> I thought about that show. Yeah. Was that on Showtime? Yeah. Wow. Yep. That was hmm, another time. Mm-hmm. Do you think they, they must have, when they reframed Andy's character and he comes back from anger management, you see this a lot in episode, or sorry, in season five, where he's he's often presented as like this... He's on the other side of the spectrum from Dwight a little bit. Yeah. Just in terms of, you know, who you just like his background, who he is, what he's yeah. capable of. They're and it comes to a head in their own way. And but it comes to a head in the duel, and this is yeah. one of a few times that, that Dwight sort of asserts his manhood by saying that his opponent doesn't have land and yeah. can't protect. You know, yeah. You can't protect her. And it, so like 
and he's this perfect foil to Dwight. Yeah. Because he's completely ineffectual in all the ways Dwight sees himself as, you know, this strong man. And, and, the, and they yell at each other. They yell at each other's characters. Yeah. While they're like, you know, you know, Dwight is... <laughs> Man, in When's the he's last literally time you saw Baron Scranton. Yeah. Dwight last is year, idiot. Dwight is literally in the bushes. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> swinging a chain, right, right? thrashing yeah. about like in yeah. his yeah. natural like habitat. At <laughs> Andy is perfectly protected in his little bubble. <laughs> yeah, of a Prius. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. Right. Andy is honking the horn to just kind <laughs> yeah. of mess with him. You know, and and he says like, uh, you know, exactly the point about bears, right? Like, yeah, who like who do you think you are? Like, and what do you like, even? Well, yeah, I think Dwight makes a comment about singing, and he's yeah, like, all la, you do la, is la, sing. And he hits the car with yeah. the chain and he says oh no yeah. trust but will take care of that yeah. right yep. and then finally it gets to i don't understand how could she be sleeping with you this entire time and only sleep with me twice right mm-hmm. and dwight says she was sleeping with you and then basically that's the end of the duel both mm-hmm. of them are so upset that they, they come just up realize and they split it off yeah mm-hmm. angelo the real loser yep yep the second time she said some people duel over <laughs> yeah, her that's right yeah. <laughs> I think it's like John oh, yeah. Mark and John Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I actually, that was in, that was in our trivia for one Angela. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Boy, and the it, Angela episode was that was like a what fourth? No, that was like it was a while ago. Sixth yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, after that, you know, there's not nearly the same sort of animosity between Dwight and Andy. Yeah, um, not at least until later seasons when they're vying for the manager job, right, or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's almost these moments where they're portrayed as friends. Do you remember when they're both totally. dressed up as hunters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like miming out, yeah. shooting birds and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and they then have, I mean, they have the brief moment that, when they're singing "Country Roads" together. That's well, so earlier. Even but, yeah. no, but even leading into that in season five. They're they're about to go like Dwight says to Andy like let's not have a whole Angela situation again right because they don't they're gonna compete <laughs> they're over both, Aaron they're both yeah. yeah drawn to Aaron yeah, yeah. exactly so um, <laughs> it's great because then they do start competing over Aaron mm-hmm. but during that as they start singing Country Road to each other or to her they just slowly turn towards each other they get into it they get into the song <laughs> and uh, forget about Aaron and, and then their moment. friendship prevails there's a and lot and then Toby of... shuts it down. There, there are so many subtle moments like that in the show in general. But like, so yeah, like you're talking about them turning towards each other and yeah. not looking at Aaron. Yeah. This, uh, so when the episode is, it's in season five, I think. Um, shoot, I'm gonna get the episode wrong. But um, they are about to go look at shoot farms as a uh, as a potential wedding location. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Dwight, all of his focus goes to Angela, and he's saying, like, we can cater to your every need, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You will oh, have our great. undivided attention, you know? And uh, he, he's, he's, tirelessly. he's focused only on Angela, yeah. and Andy literally, like, slides his head into frame. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so funny the way they it's frame so it. Good. Like, yeah. <laughs> he says some little comment there, too, that's... <laughs> Dwight, you will make us so happy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're always safe with Do me. Do you know anything about film? <laughs> I know everything about film. That's right at the beginning. That's yeah. right in the, the yeah. merger, yeah. Yeah. I should have played that a lot earlier. I forgot yeah. it was on my okay. drop We're going to jump around a lot. We yeah, already yeah. have, yeah. That's what we do. I'll check the web. <laughs> as, uh, as we think about, you know, another Andy moment that maybe, now that we've kind of talked about the Andy Angelo dynamic, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. One standout sort of episode for me uh, was when Andy and Kevin assemble the five families. Yes. Um, it's in Survivor Man in yeah. season four. Okay. Uh, and basically, um, it's a it's a moment where Andy and Kevin go to Michael, and they're trying to get Michael's help. And, you know, Michael says, I can but won't, should but short. What part of short don't, <laughs> don't you, understand? you understand? Yeah. Right. 
So Andy and Kevin uh, have to do it themselves. And it's one of the first involved stories from Andy. Other times he's a lot of, he's a lot of the times he's along for the ride. At yeah. least earlier on when he's in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he stands up to W.B. Jones. He literally stands and prevents mm. W.B. Jones from walking out of the room because yep. he says, let's be back in an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the two of them, you know, the the five families guys are like, I come on, guys, like give them back their yeah, parking yeah, spaces yeah. or whatever. And then Kenny, Kevin and Andy both walk into the room and Andy says, I did it. And Kevin says, we did it at the exact yeah. same time. <laughs> And then maybe one of the best moments from Andy in the whole show, he's doing the robot in the parking lot while the construction vehicles are driving driving out. out. That's so good. And here's what he says. Did I do this for me? No. I did this for the little guy, for Joe Sixpack. The guy who wakes up every morning in his $400 a month apartment, wonders how he's going to pay the mortgage that month, (laughs) wonders how he's going to fill his car up with oil, wonders how am I going to pay my kid's orphanage bills? That guy (laughs) shouldn't have to wonder where he's going to park. Let's unpack that for a moment. (laughs) His $400 a month apartment, wonder how he's going to pay his mortgage. Right. You don't have a mortgage. (laughs) No. no. (laughs) Wonders how he's going to fill his car up with oil. You don't have to fill up your car with oil. (laughs) (laughs) Not every month, right? Right. Wonders, how am I going to pay my kid's orphanage bills? <laughs> yeah, Why that... is your kid in an orphanage <laughs> you have a child and you are paying the bills? And like, you're paying the bills. Three yeah. of the like least self-aware common yeah. man understanding comments. He doesn't have <laughs> any idea what it's like to <laughs> it, be read all of those it things. It foreshadows when he dresses up as Pat just... in the Mafia episode. Yeah, as the mechanic. And he's like, what? aren't you a mechanic? Why wouldn't you put oil in the car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One of the... We see we see him in the, in the mechanic suit and... In Mafia. We also see, does he wear the same thing later on when he's pulling the trick with David Wallace and he comes in mopping? He's got the, oh, jan- he's got the oh. janitor outfit on. I, I don't know. It could be the same jumpsuit. Be. That'd be that funny. Scene, you know he, what, man? If it's not, it should be. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes back and he's doing oh, the thing and, and the office is like, oh, Andy, because he's like, no, I did. Like, <laughs> yeah. I convinced David Wallace love, and he's coming back uh, and everyone's uh, just like, oh. He Andy. goes too far. Even it's Aaron not, even, it's like, not even sad. It's like, oh no. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's all true. But yeah, it's like, like Jim. Jim says, uh, like, yeah. What was that accent? And he's like, this morning you were drunk, and now you're not. Right? Yeah, he spills the soup. He spills right. the soup on him yeah. himself. Yeah. Oh David God. Wallace doesn't work at Tender Mifflin. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, Aaron says, uh, yeah, and he talks about seeing David Wallace all the time. Yeah, right? and <laughs> have you seen David? <laughs> oh no. Right? And then yeah. there's that time where like. Uh, Aaron is trying to like keep the lie up, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he's been taking it out on me." And Pam is like, yeah. "You hit her?" Yeah. And Andy's like, like, "No, no. absolutely uh, yeah. not." And Pam or, and Aaron says, uh, "But he has been verbally abusive." And Andy's like, "Also, no, calibrate, calibrate." <laughs> like they're trying to, they're throwing, they're like, yeah. "Stop lying now. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Let's stop making Cal- stuff up. Calibrate, calibrate." calibrate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's talk. I, I'd like to just talk about Andy as. Let's just talk about his character. Yeah, as a song and dance band. From... As, oh, sure. as I think one oh, of yeah. the. Alongside Daryl, I would say, uh, the most musically inclined person in the office. Mm. I think he brings a lot of, of that energy to uh, to the show. We took a, We once took some character quizzes, and I was not happy that I got Andy and then retook it and <laughs> got Michael. And then yeah. I, I got, it got, just got worse and worse for yeah. me. Then you got Gabe. <laughs> you got Gabe and it's just like... And then, the, well, we took that other one. Then you got Kenny, Roy's brother. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst one. Uh, that was after I did the, I went on jet skis this summer. <laughs> the That one we took that's like the flow chart one, I think mm-hmm. we were, you texted out in our group thread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I got Meredith in that one. That was my favorite oh, one. Oh, that's a good one. Anyway, all that to say is... Uh, <laughs> I believe you said Edwin. It was like well, I, w- I would have chose Andy for you. You know, you like to performative and sing the <laughs> yeah. songs. And Andy has 
he's so performative. He takes every little like, and that's probably why I was so horrified to get him is because I find myself <laughs> yeah. slipping into accents all yeah. the time. Oh my like, gosh, yeah, lady, like uh, all the sorts of things Matuna. he does. I find myself doing a yeah. lot, and he's Ed Helms has got to be like that in real life, right? Because yeah, the way he does it so natural in the show, it adds a lot, and it makes him annoying. Yeah, in such a realistic way of just the way he's singing in the background. Oh yeah, the way he is will dance the even just the clothes he wears. Like, oh yeah, he's he's just made to just be like that guy in the office. Please leave yeah. a message. Uh, but clearly, but a because good singer, my because my w- a weighty has <laughs> has so has such particular, particular impossible to predict. Taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes no need use words, but need need for talk talk. This is when he's trying to get <laughs> yeah. Kevin to use complete sentences yeah. again, <laughs> right? Uh, and I can't have people thinking that I hire babies. Yeah, no, I, no. You said little Andy has a boom boom tummy. Uh, he, Do you want me to say my irritable hey bowel syndrome yeah. is flaring up because things can get real dull, real fast? He's like, by the way, he's like, uh, and then and then they get to Michael and Andy doing the Elvis voice. Thank right. you, thank you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you a lot. Oh, thank you, yeah. baby. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, his oh, yeah. his his sort of kind of drama background really comes into play yeah fantastically a few times which Sweeney is Sweeney Todd episode Sweeney yeah, Todd episode you seven. brought up you, what do you think or what's the one of the funniest Andy like physical comedy moments when he's you know going down the embankment in the mm-hmm. suit I think his funniest moment just from uh, comedy wise is this one oui oui monsieur from the Wisconsin region a nice <laughs> firm yeah. cheddar yeah. also from the great state of Wisconsin an aged parmesan uh, here you will find a cheddar-style spread, which has reacted nicely with the air to form a light rind, which I think you'll find both challenging and delicious. At that point, I would recommend you take a quick trip south of the border to the great state of Illinois, where you will find this fine blue cheese dressing. Blue cheese so dressing. good. If I may be so bold, it's a lot of fun to let the goldfish take a little swim in the blue cheese. <laughs> and then, as he leaves the door, he gives a little, yeah, a little wide-eyed look at the camera. Yeah. It's like it's brilliant. For it's Matt so Holmes good. <laughs> I only played that because that was, I was really debating uh, of what the opening quote was going to be, oh, that or the other one. Oh, that one's so good. I had to play that. Yeah, yeah, love that. And as you know, speaking of the the music sort of aspect of it, even though we all think you know all the characters in the show think Andy is insane for trying to pursue this dream, right? yeah. Uh, he comes in, you know, and he's burnt his bridge, right? He's got David Wallace to say, get out. Like, they're all, they've mm. told, you know, Aaron says she's worried Andy might starve, you know. <laughs> um, and Andy's gone back from quitting to coming back as a salesman to know he's going to quit. And he comes back with his guitar, and he says, Lorelai and I would like to play, would like to say farewell. And they're all like, Andy, you could just leave, man. They're like, you <laughs> don't need to say goodbye. Yeah. And, and he plays that song that, I think it's a Sarah McLaughlin song, right? Uh, I will remember you. Yeah. You should figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's like that's such a great performance, you know. Yeah. And it really shines, and it, it really hits a lot of the characters hard. Like it hit Angela really hard, right? Angela <laughs> is like, it's just a really nice song. She's like talking yeah. to Dwight. Yeah. Dwight. Dwight leans over to says, "Are you okay?" And she says, "It's just <laughs> a really, he's just, it's, it's just a really nice song. You know? <laughs> it's meant to be a sweet moment." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Basically, like that's that's one of the few where Andy shows himself his musical talent, and like they can actually enjoy it, and they can actually, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, let it be. As as in the Sweeney Todd episode, Andy's right. play, when Aaron is on the or Aunt Pam calls Aaron to see how Cece is doing, yeah, and 
She says, it's actually really nice to hear Andy sing in the right context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the right context. Right. That's great. I mean, it, it, we didn't even mention, too, like when... It is uh, a Sarah McLaughlin song. All oh, right, nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, when Andy, uh, you know, asks Angela to go out on a date with him, he has his oh, buddies. Yeah. He, he here does comes that trouble. gag where he's got all the... He's got multiple the phones Abba, on speaker. Abba song, yeah. Yeah. Abba, mm-hmm. Abba, Abba, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you change, change your, your mind, mind. Uh, yeah, I'm that's the line. Uh, yeah, honey, I'm still free. Take, take a chance, chance on me. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Let me go. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, if you're feeling down, yeah. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds sing, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Take a chance. Take a chance. Yeah. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance on me. What did she say? She hasn't said anything. That was really that was good, guys. We didn't plan that. That was okay. We didn't. In the moment, considering we were not planning on doing this, and I didn't know how long it would go. You were right, though. That was okay. In the moment, though, that scene like bl- bl- still blows me away. The execution on Andy's part to pull that off and how perfect the harmonies are. Yeah. It helps to have some friends who can sing like that. Yeah. I wonder if that's really even possible to do. I always think that, too. Uh, with, like, there's, there's a lag on the phone. There's a yeah. delay on the phone. That's true. Right? Yeah. And they hit it. Like, their timing's just, it's like, perfect. pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, What'd she say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when, uh, if we're just talking about favorite times when Andy sings, I love also- We're at that when, point in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also love when he and Pam are on their sales call. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, apple bomb drilling. <laughs> yeah, Where yeah, are yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet duo-do. Yeah. do <laughs> what about this one? Rig it, get go. Rig it, get go. Give me the beat, boys, and free my little soul. He, the, there's just something about the musical earworms that he's really good at leaving. And yeah. I, I feel like everyone who watches The Office, Zombie. those are really, really going to stick in your yeah. head. And every, I feel like everyone will sing little Andy Bernard things under their breath sometimes. Yeah. I do. I don't know if you guys do. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's impossible not to. I'm, and ever I since d- we always you do guys, rig it, get Ever since we put this oh, yeah. in, you know, when we listen to voicemails, I just, it's just always in yeah. my head now. Yeah. You guys sang that Dobie Gray song. I was thinking of a different one, which is uh, where he goes, rig it, get good, the cat's in the cradle and the silver <laughs> yeah, spoon. spoon. Right? Yeah. 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 That's the other one where he just jumps into it like that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, when he- Love me, love me. They, I was just going to say that moment. And then, of course, uh, when <laughs> during the CPR scene, yeah. uh, when he takes it up a notch. Because they start oh, out, yeah. those are not the same song when yeah. she's like, stay, stand alive. He doesn't start singing, uh, stand alive. Huh, huh, huh. No, he starts singing. Uh, no, he said, no, first, first I was, I was afraid, afraid. I was oh, petrified. That's, that's what Michael sings. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's I will survive. Yeah. Well, you can't tell by the way. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, Andy, and then Kelly, Kelly starts, starts dancing. Yeah. yeah. And, One of the uh, best uses of the full ensemble. Yeah. yeah. And Andy really goes for it there. Or, it's fantastic. Or during the merger when uh, Michael's trying to do Night a Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury. That's right. And can't get his boombox to work. And uh, so Andy just launches into the song. Um, I don't, can't remember. <laughs> You, 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 me, 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 you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he just has these little injections of musical. Consider yourself at home. Uh, (laughs) home. (laughs) 
that he sets that up by saying (laughs) closing time he says oh closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here (laughs) that's true andy stanley stanley comes in yeah (laughs) he's like i did not know that song and when i heard it i did not care for it but when i hear that song i know it's time to go home so now it's my favorite song i cannot wait to do a stanley episode i'm so ready to do a stanley episode that would be great the other thing is i mean to kind of expand on on what you were talking about like he performs every little line like that and every Mm -hmm. little sort of um he has little flourishes like there's the episode uh, in season five where he kind of he talks about uh okay the episode is frame toby and he's like, hey, tune up. So you're still planning to buy your old man's place? Jimmy's like, how did you know that? I didn't even. He's yeah. like, oh, I saw a couple emails on your desk. Yeah. I got the peepers of an eagle. And then he does yeah. this thing with his fingers and his hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, you haven't told the missus about, my, about the castle? You're in for a spanking, my friend. Me and my lady got no secrets, right? This is when the dual thing is happening. With him and but Angela. Like, every oh, little God. line is such a funny... In the business trip episode, which is another really big Andy episode, yeah. it's like it, Michael says, where's my translator? And he yeah. says, he's, uh, he's <laughs> yeah. like, I was bidding bon voyage à mon petit fiancé. with translate to goodbye, my petite fiancé. <laughs> and then M- Michael says to Jim, this could have been you if you didn't forget your French, right? Yeah, right. And he's wearing a red beret for yeah. no reason. For no reason. Right? Uh, and and then when he when he uh, is going to be wingman for Oscar, he says, so he's up there as a French translator, right? Yeah. He says, Mademoiselle, beer meat, dose, Long Island iced tea, Zulu play, which is like three different languages <laughs> in is. one sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then he says, Oscar says, don't do this, Andy. And he says, you will thank me when they spank thee. <laughs> you will thank me when they spank thee. Oh, That's the thing, like, God. so many little lines That's like that so... just fly under the radar from Andy. That's so like, good. Not my job, not my prob. I'm no. going to the warehouse to, fo- to polish my knob. <laughs> yeah. It's monogamy for mahogany. Right? <laughs> mahogany. Yeah. So many, yeah. like, weird, random little one- one-off yeah. lines. Yeah. Like, that's what I love the most oh, about gosh. Andy. Those yeah. are so, Yes. He's he's just he's he's just himself and he's having fun with himself. He's such a weirdo, and I like that. <laughs> I I just love that too that the characters will they'll 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 stick up for him in season eight. We've alluded to this already, but right, like yeah. the beginning of season eight especially is so much of Andy kind of grappling mm-hmm. with you know his new role and the stakes of his new role. And there's a line I think it's at the end of the incentive when Robert you know he's like for two thousand points you yeah. can tattoo anything you want on the stern of the SS Bernard. Yeah. And, and Robert, uh, after the tattoo, there's a voiceover from Robert California. He's like, why did I choose Andy? He's all surface, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, you know what you're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, they have the Nard Dog tattoo. And he's like, that's my nickety name. <laughs> and Jim says to Andy, like, no one's expecting you to actually do this. Mm-hmm. It was a great idea, and we're all excited to see what your next great idea is. Yeah. They're picking him up, you know? Yeah. And in the last few seasons, we get to see more of that, right? Mm. Even in um, the episode where they all go golfing, I guess this is season season four, season five, Mm -hmm. um, when they all go golfing, and at the end, you see Jim and Andy and Kevin all drinking a beer together, and Pam comes in, uh, it's um, Job Fair, yeah, and uh, she's like, beers, you guys closed it? But like the fact that they're sitting together and talking and hanging out is something that isn't portrayed in early seasons. Yeah, that's true. Andy Mm -hmm. is sort of a big piece of that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about when they go to Gettysburg when DB does? Oh gosh. DB. Oh, yes. <laughs> or DM, I, DM does I really DB. like. I really like that episode. Yeah, I do too. There's. Yeah. I. I mean, that is. I like that episode too. But that th- that's an example of something that they kind of get into a bad habit of later, where like every other episode they have to like reaffirm 
Like Andy, the, Andy gets some sort of speech from somebody. That's the first six episodes of season eight. <laughs> so it's like that's how it. That's how yeah. it goes. Yeah, I, mean, I guess the the flip is in Lotto when Andy picks up Daryl. Right. 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 But I think that's that's a. Uh, a consequence of the way season seven ended. When you have six people, or I don't know, I mean, I'm over exaggerating, but it's Daryl, Dwight, Jim, Andy, who can all be manager. Yeah. Right? Um, plus, outside hire, whoever that can be. We have to grapple with the fact that not all of them got that, and where do they all land, right? Mm-hmm. In season eight, Dwight is explained by, he's like, I do Krav Maga twice a week, I do meditation at yeah. sunup and at sunrise, yeah. and he's like, I do martial arts, he does all this stuff. And that's how he has dealt with the stress. Or the time when he like gives up and he's like making brownies in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> right. And he's mm-hmm. like, should I add walnuts or no? And and, and, and then he does pour in walnuts and Kevin yeah. is watching from and the he's window. Like, and he's like, no. <laughs> when he adds walnuts into the brownies. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you want the job? It's yours. Now do the job. Right? Yeah. So they all, they all have to deal with that. Right. Yeah. And Andy has to kind of navigate. And at the end of the lotto episode, he kind of asserts himself where he's, they, they're, they go into the warehouse, him and Daryl. They're about to hire the new crew, and they poured grease all over. The- Why is there grease all over the floor? Why yeah. is my pallet jack in the wall? Yeah. And uh, Jim, uh, Andy says, like, no, Jim, tell us why it's called that. That is, like, right? the moment yeah. when he, like, starts becoming, like, an asshole manager, I feel like. Mm. Or that's the first sign of it. I disagree. Ah, I'll dis- I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And you're, you're, I, I disagree a little bit, just because, like, that's where who Andy is supposed to be in this role. He's supposed right. to be. He's a heel. Yeah. He's suppo- well, he's supposed to just, he's supposed to be in charge, you know? Right. Like, He's, you know, and, and they But he hasn't a, earned that, really. <laughs> I mean, he got the job, right? Yeah. yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. He went to Cornell. That was big, big reason why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, he, you know, I, it's he's just in a tough place at that point in the show because I mean, think about the, the, the task in front of the writers of the show, which is like, well, we can't make a copy of Michael Scott because no one can do that, yeah. like Steve Carell. Robert California, like, that was a whole different, interesting kind of chemistry but for some reason they couldn't make him manager so you needed somebody they couldn't make him manager it wouldn't have worked Uh, yeah i disagree i think they could have but i don't know well we'll talk we'll do a robert personally yeah yeah Yeah. i think he is so much better as the executive figure as the jan as the david wallace right ryan than he would be in the day-to-day you know yeah he needs to have all the power yeah yeah like he like he can't have someone delegating to him that's kind of why I thought it would have been funny to <laughs> well, see that a little my bit. My reason why I think it could have worked is, is a longer mm. theory that I think could have played out, uh, mm, which sure. we, I think we talked a little bit briefly about. Of, of he yeah. could, I think he would have been a con man the entire time. Right. But we, anyway. can, we can save it. Yeah, we'll yeah. save it. Yeah. Robert stuff. deserves his own episode. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Now that, now, another one I can't wait Robert for. Robert California, let's have a podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's have a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it's just a tough thing. What do you do with Andy? If you can't have... Like Robert California has such a massive energy to him. Michael had such a massive energy to him, and you have to have this person who's just middleman, kind of being pulled from all sides. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just a hard job for that character to really flourish and be what it was because mm-hmm. it's 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 being asked a lot of being a, is being asked of Andy there yeah. in these last two seasons. It's it's just it's just hard to maintain. Andy gets a lot of talking heads in those early episodes in season eight. And he's like, uh, I've got to hire a new warehouse staff. I'm, I've got to do this. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. the one who has to do these things, you know. Yeah. There, and then there's a funny moment where he like pushes all the stuff off of Jim's desk so he can sit cross-legged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. There's just a lot of Andy trying to figure out, you know, like how does he keep going in season eight? Like mm-hmm. he's got to impress his parents. He's, you know, trying to impress Robert. Like all these things are happening all at once. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot to deal with. And then, hey the, dad, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. And then the floor, <laughs> yeah. The Florida arc happens, yeah. right? right? That's the other thing that happens in season eight. Yeah. He's not as involved in that arc. 
Yeah. Um, outside of, you know, driving down to get Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, I feel like the part when he's going down to get Aaron, you're like, finally, like, they're going to get past Andy being this insecure weirdo. And then yeah. he just messes it up yeah. so bad. Yeah. And that's another reason I think I, I hate Andy by the end. And a lot of people do. It's mm-hmm. just like, dude, you, you just sabotaged yourself, bro. Yeah. yeah. Even, even though, I mean, even still, I like that Andy more than Boat Trip Andy. Um, in season nine, that I mean, yes, he's messing stuff up, I mean. but yeah. but he's trying at least, you know. I've thought about this, like where. So if we if we can agree that we don't like the ending of Andy, even if yeah. the, maybe the very last mm-hmm. sentence is one that's positive and yeah. hopeful, and you know, like feels like it's giving the character some sort of fulfillment, right? I think we all agree that those last episodes are pretty tough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if there was, I was trying to think of like where you could end it. Andy's arc in a way that would feel really good and true to the character. Garden I actually think mm. so. I think um, it's um, it's the episode where he's just about to get onto the boat. Where so Pam has a talking head where she's like, "So it's right after the Here Comes Trouble episode, yeah, in season mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be called the boat, but anyway, uh, yeah. Andy is dealing with the fallout, and Pam is like, "We're all surprised because Andy has been so competent." Right. Yeah. yeah. They're like he's like talking to all these people. I mean, he calls. He's he's selling off things from the family estate. He's figuring out how to get money so that his mom can liquid survive. Liquid assets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liquidating things, and they they're gonna they make the decision to sell the boat, right? Yeah. And you know, like he's like, I can't sell the boat. Like I spent all my summers there. And uh, <laughs> Aaron says something to Daryl like, "Didn't you have a place that like you used to work in when you were in high school that you really loved?" And he's like, "I used to work at like an auto mechanic store or something." Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, she's like, I bet you wouldn't sell that for anything in the world. He's like, I would if I was broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, month long trip with Josh Groban on the high seas. Come mm-hmm. on, but to the Bahamas. The the sort of the competence. Number one, the fact that he's out. He doesn't need his family anymore. Right. Yeah. The fact that he's sailing off to some new adventure. Yeah. And that like he's kind of taking care of his family business, and now seems like a you know. Yeah. A little more, like, he seems like he's on to bigger and better he's things. He's not the same, right? yeah. And then that spins out of control because he doesn't come back for three months and, like, all these things happen after that. But, like, if the show had ended with him leaving on the boat, mm-hmm. like, that would have been a good way to end, if, or if that timed out with the finale, that could have been a good way to end yeah. Andy's arc. Right. Yeah. That yeah. he's 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 on his soul trip. I think you're right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it so. seems like, just like with Michael, as he makes his exit, he kind of, fills out as a person you know he yeah, he absolutely. learns a lot of yeah. lessons he he becomes a better person and then he leaves because because that's not what, what we want to watch you know i don't want to see a bunch of people who know what they're doing and uh, and uh know how to behave and things like that it it's it, it's only interesting when um we see when the characters are flawed yeah everything's breaking yeah. down and mm-hmm. and they have they want things that they can't have, and we watch them struggle to try mm-hmm. and get those things. So um, I, I think you're right. He could have just he could have just uh, disappeared until the end of the show. At that point, mm-hmm. I've got another thing about Andy. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I was gonna say let's do some other just one other. <laughs> let's random keep it Andy moving. Moments. Let's keep it yeah. moving. Uh, I love uh, so many great Andy moments happen in brainstorms, conference room meetings. Yes, right. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, I yes. am chopping off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. Yeah, ringing, ringing. How about something with a little more zing, zing and a little, a little more, more pep? <laughs> right. Um, there's uh, they're like it, Michael comes in and he's got the wet concrete and he's like, what should we do? And Andy says, draw a picture because it's worth a thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> um, or break me off a piece of that. Like that's when they're doing the local ad brainstorms. Yeah. Right. Um, no one tell him. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, they're trying to come up with golden ticket ideas. And he says, golden girls, golden grams. I don't get uh, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, I'll drop an ethics bomb on you. Would you steal bread to feed your family? Yeah. Boom. He's Boom. Like, yes, Andy. That's what Oscar says. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I took intro to the philosophy twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I love when he talks about like his college years. I mean, he he we know that he probably got into Cornell because uh, well, in the, of his in family. In a deleted scene, yeah. you hear that he was waitlisted, but then they let him in when his dad donated a new building. Uh, Walter Bernard Hall. They they yeah. <laughs> yeah, Walter. I had to Bernard. write a daily op-ed column. Bernard's regards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this was her freshman year? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I walked right so out of Walter Bernard Hall. Like, yeah. There's no way that, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, he hated doing that or something like that. It's like, why? I'm sure no one asked him to do that. No, I'm sure the Bernard. deal was like, all right, you'll give a new hall and let him write a yeah. column or something. <laughs> and, like, you know, I, I think I think going to, to Andy's college days is such a huge... I mean, the fact that... Yeah. The fact that Andy's name was changed out from under him and yeah. Walter Jr. was given to his brother because his parents <laughs> yes. thought it would you'd be better yeah. suited better to the fitting family the name. name. Yeah. 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 That is brutal. And like that alone should give us a lot of Empathy. that should give Andy a lot of leeway to yeah. be mm-hmm. as messed up mm-hmm. as he is, because man, that's tough. It's like, like what da- I mean, I think Daryl says it yeah. in the <laughs> when garden. When he was six. Yeah. I think Daryl says it when he's in the garden party episode. But uh, they... if I had parents like that, I'd be trying to show people how cool I am too. Totally, yeah. like that. the yeah. garden party episode to me is like that's. I think that's one of the nice, like that is a possible nice ending point for Andy. Not that you could really end him on the show there, but just that is the tone that like that you spend the whole episode of him exploring his psyche with his family and how much he wants to just be respected by anybody. Mm-hmm. And then he mm-hmm. finally gets it at the end. And it's a really nice, just little moment. Before they cut away to all the fire dancers, right? Right. <laughs> I also Closing love. Ceremonies. I love how eager Andy is whenever anyone suggests anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I love mm-hmm. when Michael pitches him to be an investor by Serenity by Jan. He's like, "I've heard it, and I'm in." Right? <laughs> yeah. Instantly done it. Thought about right? it. I'm in. Yeah. Or um, when uh, Andy, would you like to have my baby? And he just gets up and starts going to position yeah. when <laughs> Dwight is going to have the watermelon. He's yeah. Like, Andy, yeah. would you like to have my baby? Yeah. Ah, ah, like yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when they're going to go golfing. And Andy is uh, putting all the lotion yeah. into, his, into his hands. Got a lot of blisters. They're like, Andy, are you ready? He goes, giddy up, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so many like little lines yeah. that like you forget. Like you, I think we take them for granted because he totally. delivers them so much and so yeah. often. Another really quick yeah. one, good physical comedy moment too, is just his look on his face when uh, when Michael's leaving. He's giving stuff to everyone, and he gives Andy all of his old clients. Mm-hmm. And then you see Andy oh, yeah. on the phone later and just be like, I, I lost. I lost Porter I, Hardware. I lost, I lost Porter Hardware. <laughs> and the look on Andy's yeah. face as he's losing clients yeah. is so funny because he's like, this is inevitable. I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. like hands him the folder and he's just like, oh. Are you sure? <laughs> Andy's in a good place in season seven because he's not with Aaron. Remember, Aaron is dating Gabe yep. a lot yeah. of his time. Yep. Yes, I'm still dating Aaron. Why do you ask me that so often? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he's grappling with the fact that he's not a great salesman. He's got this real challenge to overcome. Mm-hmm. And he does it with the seminar. Michael shows that show of faith in him when he gives him all the clients, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's a, a positive development for Andy that maybe yeah. doesn't foreshadow him becoming manager, but it is something worthwhile for him to kind of aspire to, right? yeah. to mm-hmm. getting better at in season seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How far is the earth from the sun? Uh, uh, 93 million miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up about the sun. Shut up about that the was, sun. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up about the sun. <laughs> it's really intense. 
There's a guy running around with a dog in the parking lot. He's chasing the dog. (laughs) That's a cute dog. I don't know if he's playing with the dog. He was playing with it, I think. It's attacking him now. Oh, dear. Uh Uh-oh. Yeesh. Anyway, real ugly. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any la- any other favorite Andy moments? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've just I've, a couple little things. We'll keep oh, this time. Yeah. Andy's yeah. response to a lot of these little calls and challenges. It gets on like a prawn who rides a don. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. yeah. Well, why does everything have to be rhyming poetry? Um, seriously, the the simplest thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Dwight yeah. says. He was like, <laughs> or uh, it's on like a prawn in Bhutan or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He says yeah. later yeah. on, right? The when whole, there's a place the in whole bit the where he's showing the movie uh, to, to oh, yeah, Jim, Jim and Pam. Yeah. There's a lot Albert of Hannah good Day. comedy moments in there. So, mm-hmm. when, his head, when he's sitting there and he goes, Jim and Pam are catching things going way over my head. And <laughs> yeah. the way he drops to his fist yeah. like, almost <laughs> sideways. Yeah. It's, it's so well done. <laughs> I should be a critic. Right? Yeah. <laughs> These muffins taste bad. bad. Yeah. That art or, is or, bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have this written down. When the hourglass strikes three, then in the room whence employees confer. <laughs> what are you talking about? Meeting in the conference room three. <laughs> it's Dwight's uh, yeah. interview for Cornell. Yeah, Andy right. Is interviewer. Or like when Dwight is going to be the the manager in the job episode, yeah. mm-hmm. and Andy is the only one who signed up for an interview to be his number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when he... Uh, he's talking to Angela, and he, I think it's about like if you're looking for a... If you're looking for a dinner, or if we go to dinner, it's not in the box. Mm-hmm. And then I don't exactly remember what happens. Again, again, not in the box. Not in the box. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how do I get Angela to notice me? I moonwalked past the county like three times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's. I don't know, man. That we we've gone on for a really long time, and yeah. we could keep going. Nice. Like this, it that Andy gives us about as deep a well as anyone who isn't Michael. Yeah, maybe, to totally. kind of dig into in terms of like weird little lines mm-hmm. and performances and responses I'd say situations. Number two, I, I don't. That's well, fine. whatever. It's I guess his personal opinion. I, I just mean like every line that Andy says. You know, like yeah. oh, yeah. here's here's one. The tall man entered the nice building to visit a very nice man. <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Smith. Mr. Can I interest Smith. you in some good cat food? It's a man-eating <laughs> cat, cat food. food. And then he says, what about a cat-eating man food? <laughs> <laughs> I never got that. <laughs> every every little thing that Andy says is so funny. Oh my tuna, God. tuna, tuna, tuna. Tin sliced tuna, tuna carpaccio. But you're sick of tuna. You have it every night. Yeah. Large, big tuna, large turkey. Large turkey. That's Ryan. Didn't tell the missus about the castle. <laughs> You're gonna get yourself a spanking, my friend. <laughs> I mean, my my only real he hot steps in the manure twice. Yeah. Why is that, Why is that in the, in the kitchen? kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, I love that part. Uh, I do. I will say too. I love that part where he's play as Dwight and Angela are having a very real argument about the fact that he just actually married the two of them. Um, Andy is just playing catch with Moe's off to the side. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Angela's like, come on. And Andy's like, we're leaving? And <laughs> Moe's just hits him in the head with, with the football. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, my only hot take that I wrote down was just like, in season nine, Andy gets over his constant need to please everyone or to fit in or to please the boss. And that's when he becomes unattractive and uninteresting to us. We we love to see Andy struggle with managing his anger or try his best to impress someone. When he loses that, he becomes totally uh, boring. But uh, that's, a, that's an interesting perspective. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, he, he just becomes boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and we really don't care about his issues. That's no, I mean he's a he's a jerk and all these other things. But the but he was back in season three too. 
you know where Michael loves that play, the office so much that he like it takes the love of his life to make him leave it right yeah and Andy like definitely has some sort of like affection for the office but when he gets through sort of his own like whatever his needs are around like getting you know affirmation from Robert California or the people in the branch or whatever it is to mm-hmm. your point like he's like all right I'm kind of done with this place now you know yeah. he doesn't have the same sort of roots that Michael does yeah yeah well I think it's time for some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Today's trivia, uh, I was going to base on Angry Andy, although I didn't quite get enough questions out of watching that, so I did just kind of let this ride, and it and we'll go into fundraiser. Okay. Season, All right. Season eight. Okay. So, uh, but we'll start with Angry Angry Andy, season eight, episode twenty-one. What's the cold open for this episode? Angry Andy? Yeah. The cold open for Angry Andy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I don't know if I... Oh, not, um, a, not a prank. Is it, oh, it's not. I was going to say the tearaway suit. No. Nope. I was going to um, say tearaway suit. Asian Jim? No. It involves Season Phyllis. Eight. Oh. Um, is it when Phyllis is listening to the iPod thing? No. <laughs> listening to Fifty Shades yeah. of no. Grey? No. It's ra- Oh, it's, it's a cliches. It's raining out. The and Phyllis yeah, 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 exactly. Like a dozen yeah. cliches. Makes me want to curl up with a good book. Right, right, right. Plants That's are the being last so nice one. to me. Today. Yeah. Plants are really going to love this. Is that the question? Yeah. Like the next question is, what are the cliches? No. Oh no no. no. Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dwight bobalizes old salty, which is a little statue of a sea captain, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and renames him. What is the new name and backstory for the bobblehead doll? He yeah. does this for Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Salty. I don't know. Uh, he renames him Captain Mutato. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Captain Mutato. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Half right. man, half mermaid. <laughs> he makes love like uh, he makes love like a mermaid. Uh, and <laughs> I think Andy's like, or uh, Dwight's like, I write a lot of like X-Men fan fiction right, in my yeah. spare time. He's like, I mostly write about the mermaid part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Aaron starts to see Andy get angry, what does she do to help him calm down? She, like, rubs his arm? Yeah. She puts her hand on his arm. Aaron asks Dwight for advice but doesn't know the correct term for erectile dysfunction. Instead, she says... Like a softening? Or, like, penile something? (laughs) Penile softiosis. Penile (laughs) softiosis. She's like, I don't know the correct term. Has that ever happened to you? No, Sorry. Washington Monument. <laughs> it's so gross. No. Yeah, that yeah. is, su- it's yeah. such a weird episode. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of when Andy's trying to get fired, and he goes to Toby, and he's like, "You're gonna have to fire me for groping wieners." And yeah. then he has to like fight Toby to, yeah. to grope yeah. his. There you go, groped you good. Groping wieners. Dwight briefs Nellie on Andy's impotence, but also briefs her on a story involving Gabe and Meredith. What was that? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> Gabe Gabe was bragging that he has extra tic- an extra ticket to the air show, and Meredith said she was interested, but then Gabe said his friend was taking it. So <laughs> I'll update you on that later. <laughs> uh, take a man's job, but leave him his balls. Who said that? And Nelly. Nelly said it, but no. she's quoting somebody. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Shakespeare? How <laughs> is it? Don't play the bard card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Ah. Probably, she says. <laughs> uh, Phyllis never had an orgasm until what age? 42. 42. 42. And it lasted until? 41. Yeah, or like, like 44. 46. Oh, 44. 43, I... 
I got nothing done. You used to have that. You used to play that drop. Yeah, drum. it was magical. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nate weighs in on Ryan versus Ravi, but why is he even upstairs? I don't know. He's we see, we see him briefly. He's he's in the break room eating, and everyone's talking about Ryan and Ravi. Um, but you see him right before that. Is he fixing like Nelly's who? office or Nate's, something like? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's cleaning up the mess that Aaron and. Uh, and oh, okay. Because they uh, flip out and they're yeah. throwing they're throwing the candies. Yeah. That's right. She, he smashes the picture and stuff. So you see Nate uh, sweeping all that up. Mm-hmm. All right. Fundraiser, season eight, episode mm-hmm. twenty-two. According to Terrible. Dwight, they're so elegant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to Dwight, how do all work tragedies begin? Um. <laughs> With like somebody getting fired or like a romance or something like that. What is it? <laughs> and, okay, so Andy's out in the parking lot and everyone's really worried. And Dwight's like, "Oh sure, that's how all work tragedies begin: a male-aged white, uh, a middle-aged white male hanging out." <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, he could have a knife. He could have a gun. He could have a blank bomb. I don't know. I don't know. He could have a series of guns all lined up to shoot parallel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guess the price, you win the prize. Have you never been to a blank before? Oh, it's like an Amish fair or something like that? A Quaker fair. Quaker fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What is the fundraiser uh, being held for? Uh, uh, Animals, but do you know the name of the... uh, Do you know the name of the... uh, Thomas, Oregon. <laughs> it's the Scranton, <laughs> the Scranton Animal Welfare Society. Okay. Uh, what's the? <laughs> we were looking for kitten. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of the character based on Robert California and Andy's Rock? Thomas Oregon. Right? You just said that. Thomas Oregon. Uh, how much did David Wallace sell the Sucket patent for? Oh, he cleared like. I want to. It's like a several million. I think. Yeah, I like, like nine million. Yeah. twenty million. Dollars. Twenty million. Wow. Did you guys see that little meme going around? That like, yeah. If, think about if if Michael had invested in yeah, Sucket, right, he could have yeah. paid for Scott yeah, no, um, Oh my god! Our friend of the show, Matt Hartmeyer, sent us that. Oh, oh nice. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Matt Hartmeyer. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. I've been seeing that. Is, there's like a thing where it's like pictures you can hear, and it's like the intro to the the show. Yeah, Michael saying no. Yeah, yeah. David Wallace and his son playing the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Senator Lipton gives his phone number to Oscar, Jim, and one other person. Ryan? No. Uh, I'm going to guess to... They're trying to figure out... They're trying to Kelly? figure out... He, he gives his number to Oscar, mm-hmm. and then they're trying to figure it out. So Jim tries to get his number, but then they're like, well, he could think you're gay. Mm-hmm. So the one other, the one other person... Pam? Meredith. Meredith. Well, Meredith. Um, <laughs> Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, okay, definitely not. Stop bagging, stop bagging stop my head. Stop bagging my head. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and finally, what is the name of Kevin's adopted dog? Ruby. Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. Yep. She just lies there all day being a good that girl. stinks. Such a good end of that episode. Oh, man. Oh, that reminds me of one thing about Andy when he comes back. Kevin has the whole thing where he's like, Andy left his milk in the fridge, and I've been taking a sip of it every day for three months. <laughs> so it's like, hello, Andy. Goodbye, chunky lemon milk. <laughs> he acts like he owns the chunky lemon milk. <laughs> oh, I have a follow-up trivia question okay. Okay. that I think fits yeah. uh, just for this. Can you guys name all the members of Here Comes Treble? Oh. 
Gosh. Okay, well, there's Broccoli Rob. Correct. I remember even looking this up for the Halloween episode. There's something, there's like a one and two. (laughs) Pretty close. (laughs) Yeah. Carl one and Carl two. Carl one and Carl two. Boner champ. I mean, I guess Boner champ, if you're counting him. Uh, Lunchbox. I used to know these. Lunchbox is correct. Uh, there's, uh, oh, there's like a color. Is somebody called like Sandwich or something? Sandwich is one of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's one more food one, too. There is. (laughs) (laughs) There's another food one. Meatball? (laughs) That's a good guess. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I thought it was a meat something. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Spare rib. Spare Spare rib. rib. Uh, do you want me to give you the rest? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll give you all of them, okay? Okay. Carl 1, Carl 2, Broccoli Rob, Spare Rib, Doobie, Lunchbox, Doobie, yeah. Boner Champ, that's me, Pubie Lewis in the News, Hopscotch, <laughs> Jingle jingle Jangle, Sandwich. <laughs> Hopscotch. Pubie Lewis in the <laughs> News. Uh, uh, ah, good one. Yeah. Guys, this was so much fun talking about Andy, and for you all listening out there, if we missed anything or if you have any favorite moments that you want to tell us about, please uh, give us a call. We have a phone number you can call. Leave us a message. We'll play it on the show, 503-694-9314. We, can also, we also have an email address, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We're on Twitter, at Michael Scott Pod. And we have a website, michaelscottpod.com. A very special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and designs our artwork, and Open Signal, a community media center in Portland, where we record this show. If you like the show, please make sure to uh, rate and review us. Yeah, uh, it yeah. helps us; it helps people find the show. So, yeah, please do yeah, that. Yeah, leave those ratings, leave those <laughs> yeah. reviews. Yeah. We yeah. love. Uh, yeah. And we'll keep, you guys, seriously, you guys have been so amazing, good yeah. at sending, sending us. In stuff. Yeah, everybody's sending in a lot of stuff yeah. now. It's hard to keep up. Almost. It's really it's, great. It's fantastic. So, so, so we try yeah. to respond to to everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if uh, and sometimes we don't respond if we know we're going to talk about it on the show. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, please keep it coming. We love it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, join us next week. Pippity poppy, give me the sabbat. Yes, sir. I will remember. your life pass you by and weep not for memories remember all the good times that we had I let them slip away from us when things got bad how clearly I first saw you smiling in Sun, I want to feel your warmth upon me. I want to be the one. I will remember you're okay. It's just a really nice song. Will you remember me? Don't let your life pass you by and weep not
Who knows? Maybe Andy will make it. He's not terrible. Yeah, and people worse than him make it all the time, like little Romeo. No, he's good. He was good. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.